welcome back to the normal version of the hero's path. If you're tired of listening to us race horses, you're in luck, because we're not doing that. Instead, Zack went to a jungle. I don't Tell us think, about it. I don't think I even touched a horse this whole playthrough, so... Uh, wow. Uh, yeah, I went back to Faron, um, and... Uh, really, I, I, we didn't play much last week, and so I was really, really dying to play some this week, so I played a bunch. You told me that you did, like, the whole jungle. Yeah, pretty much. I might have to dip back in for some other stuff, but we'll get into it. Okay. Before I made it to the jungle, I dipped over to the, like, shoreline on the other half of the horse mountains. Mm-hmm. And, hey, this game is really pretty. It is. They did a good job. The shorelines have, like, tide pools that I never really paid attention to. I don't think I'd ever been to this beach before. Oh, okay. But, but there's, like, a straight-up tide pool. That yeah. I was like, that's really good-looking. Wow, okay. Um, There was a shrine down here that I didn't know about. Um, Shoka Tatone Shrine. Uh, have you seen the—did you—you've you, you, done the shrine before. You've done all the shrines, right? I've done all the shrines. This is the um, one with the lady who's obsessed oh, with orb. Yes. A woman named Loon, very subtle, is obsessed with orb. Uh, she is named the orb Roscoe. Uh, and it's very clearly an orb that goes into a pedestal that's like right nearby her. Loon, the NPC, is more creative with names than the game designers are maybe that's a because the game designers are like well they, uh she's crazy we'll name her luna no that's taken we'll name her loon and then she's like i am in love with this orb i'll name it roscoe is there a character named luna in breath of the wild i was thinking of luna lovegood oh you're always thinking of luna lovegood well <laughs> A little embarrassing to admit, but yes, nearly uh, a day goes by. Um, it's pretty good. Yeah, this one's good. This one is, uh, she tells you that she, it, it, even more than Orb, she also likes Guardians. And the game tells you that <laughs> if you take a picture of each of the three different flavors of Guardian, she will let a, let you have the Orb. Uh, so there's actually, like, one of the full-size guardians on the beach, which I don't know how this guy got down here, because this is really far out of the way. Well, the thing is that guardians on, there are a few places where guardians are on beaches, and it becomes, like, scarier than when you see them in, like, in Hyrule Field, there is a certain amount of hilliness to the ground, and you can try to get behind trees or try to get behind a hillock to avoid that laser but the beaches are so flat they have very few places to hide and i think it's a, a smart decision to put the guardian there even though it had quite a trip yeah this one there's a story here he had friends though because there's some ruined guardians here too but mm -hmm. um anyway yeah you can get a picture of that one real easy uh i got a picture of a small like uh shrine guardian at some point while i was playing but I had to go back, warp back over to Hyrule Castle to get a picture of, or Hyrule, the Hyrule Castle area 
to get a picture of one of the flying ones. Oh, okay. Uh, you bring those back to her. She kind of snaps out of her uh, orb, enamoring, and uh, will give you Roscoe so that you can get into the shrine, which is a modest test of strength. That's wild that this isn't a freebie shrine when the quest is kind of inconvenient. It seems really arbitrary which ones are and which ones aren't. Maybe there's some sort of internal criteria that I'm not piecing together, but yeah, I agree. Um, I have a question for you, because you would probably know the answer to this. I might have asked this question before, but do guardians inside of shrines revive when there's a blood moon? I'm pretty sure they do. Because they would have to otherwise, because I started to think, like, wait, is it possible to, like, beat them all and then not be able to get them again? But yeah, they have to revive. Yeah. Okay. And that's important not only for, like, taking pictures, but um, I feel like there's some crafting ingredients that you want to be able to return to major tests of strength for. That makes sense. That and, like, if you're trying to find all the weapons and get pictures of all the weapons, all those Guardian-specific stuffs. You know, I gave Loon kind of short shrift earlier by making fun of her name. But I appreciate that there is a deranged person in this game. Her obsession with Orb is uh, rendered in an entertaining way. Um, And like you can have Zelda games have uh, quirky people sometimes, but uh, they're not they're usually more tame, not as over the top and entertaining as Loon is. Mm. And the animation of her adoring this orb. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. good. She's just fawning over it. It's very, it's nice. Yeah. And then, you know, she completely snaps out of it and decides to dedicate herself to Guardian. So I look forward to seeing her in Breath of the Wild 2 as some kind of Guardian expert. She could be married to a Guardian. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, I... I wonder. Okay, well, we can't we can't speculate too much about Breath of the Wild right now. We have too much to talk about. This is a long episode, friends. So maybe not. Let's see how fast we can. Let's speed run this episode. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, uh, back up in the woods. There's like the Theron Woods part, which is on like the west side of Floria River. That is a non-jungle-ish, just dense forest with like big old trees. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in that part of the forest, there's Pumag Nate Shrine. Uh, it just has a minor test of strength, not yeah. terribly exciting or anything like that. Uh, but the location of Pumag Nate is one of my favorites. It's just like a little bit off the road, mm. in kind of a. It's very cleverly placed, I think. It's also nestled around a bunch of these ruins, uh, and so like. Had I not, as you enter, as you cross Lake Hylia to the south and you kind of enter into Faron area uh, and you don't get distracted like me and wander off into Horseland, uh, <laughs> you would enter this forest where all of a sudden there's all these ruins nearby and this mm-hmm. is kind of a good introduction to the Zonai. Uh, yes. Which is a lot to talk about and we'll have opportunities to touch on later, but let's jump into it right now. Okay. Uh, tell me about the Zonai, Ryan. There are ruins 
in a bunch of different areas of the game that have a consistent architectural style that speak to being uh, constructed by some civilization that is no longer extant. And um, here in the game, the location is specifically called Zonai Ruins. And so you're able to connect a name on the map with an architectural style in the jungle and in the woods. And then you can match that with locations like we're going to see Fiflo Ruins. We're going to see the two different labyrinths. Three, lab- uh, three labyrinths. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, all of which have the same style. And, you know, the history of Breath of the Wild is 10,000 years ago, you have the Sheikah and the technology of the shrines. 100 years ago, you have the uh, Calamity. In Somewhere in the middle there is this Zonai civilization that is clearly like super uh influential able like reaches this height of building buildings all over the place and really cool labyrinths but uh they don't actually affect (laughs) the story at all um they're just kind of world building for the sake of world building to make the history richer so the thing is is i'm pretty sure they're supposed to be from before 10,000 years ago that's how uh, I, that's how i understood it uh that they are the most ancient thing that's like currently extant hmm um that's how i took that um and that's how i think it's presented in uh creating a champion um zelda wiki has some quotes from creating a champion um the zonai themselves are spoken of in hushed whispers as strong magic wielders who disappeared thousands of years ago so that could be anything uh the disappearance of the zonai is one of hyrule's greatest mysteries and then this apparently is a developer quote as we were in the process of creating the cities and people of every region of Hyrule, we thought it w- that if we showed fragments of a civilization that collapsed long ago, it would make the world feel more real. That's why we added Zonai relics throughout Hyrule. The ruins are primarily animal-themed, but with the history of the Triforce in mind. The s- designs are symbolic, using dragons, courage, owls, wisdom, and boars, power. I don't remember any boar imagery i don't remember either but i know i've read this quote before oh and then the one at the end is that the name is a japanese pun oh yes nazo is the japanese word for mystery and so they just flip it and it's zonai that's fun uh it also kind of like not it I, i like it because it shows that like the zonai clearly aren't intended to be any reference to anything specific in previous zelda stuff it's like literally just we just made a mysterious Mm -hmm. civilization explicitly there's nothing like (laughs) i mean the like in any other game if you have an ancient race with traces left throughout the world then that's going to turn into a big thing (laughs) later and you're going like 
you're going to have to find their sacred sword or something. Mm. But these guys are just on the edge, just something to add mystery to the setting. Uh, It's not clear from any of the material here in this one Zelda wiki page whether they are before or after the Sheikah of 10,000 years ago. I'm going to have to dig in a little deeper when we run into these guys again, because I definitely was under the impression it was like earlier, but also given that their architecture builds around Sheikah ruin or the Sheikah shrines in particular. That's true. We're going to see a place where there's definitely a shrine and then something on top of that. Yeah, you would think it would be the other way around. Um. Anyways, yeah uh there's there's a lot more there we'll run into their other ruins and like their barbarian gear and stuff oh like yes because that. that's that's yes. the those are in the labyrinths i think it's been a mo- it's been a minute um i think you're right yeah i'm excited to talk more about the zonai but well i want to say our introduction there's a couple what? things i want to touch on them here uh oh yes so in addition to like the regular just like walls and like stone effigies and stuff down in the Guccini Plain, there's a bunch of, like, tombs? And these uh, show yeah. up all over the place in the jungle and in Pharaon. They're, like, mm-hmm. little burial square plots. And then on top of them are these massive stones uh, that we've probably seen before. Yeah, they've shown up before. Big, flat stones. Big, flat stones. And you have to either use stasis uh to remove them or use a bunch of the octorock balloons to move them and then loot these tombs for a bunch of good stuff you know i never thought about them as like world objects i just thought here is a you know a gameplay mechanic of there is a big rock how are you going to move this to get the thing that's underneath but they do they do come off as tombs and you are kind of robbing a bunch of graves and uh, it makes sense to connect these to the Zonai and say that they're Zonai graves. I like this a lot. Uh, the Guccini Plain Barrows is even one of the regions. So I'm like, oh, if it's a Barrows, that's in my head. Yep. I associate Barrows with graves because of the Hobbit. Uh, Isn't Barrow a word for a thing that you bury people in? That's what J.R.R. Tolkien said. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I think it's kind of meant to imply that. So here we are again uh, with, we found more graves in the game, but none of them are recent enough to be from the Calamity. So <laughs> not this time. Whoops. We'll get it next time. Um, Maybe. The main zone I ruin and like the main zone I ruin of the game is here in the jungle. So you cross the river, uh, you run into Cass, who's there, our favorite Italian in the game. Uh, and he will kind of tell you to, hey, if you go further, he has a, one of his songs and it's basically just, yeah, go further into the forest. There's a shrine in there somewhere. And you can kind of take this trail through the deep jungle, uh, past a bunch of enemies. There's a lot of enemies in this part. It's another place that is designed kind of like um i want to say dungeon but it you know it's way more linear than any dungeon. but like i've I've said this about other locations uh-huh. in the game that they make dungeons out of gauntlets of enemies 
Um, and this is basically that. It's there's a, a, it's a like, level. A level is a good way of putting yeah, it. It's yeah, a, it's a level. Um, but it's another one where you can uh, sneak up on the end or skip the whole thing. Uh, If you go from Dea Lake over some hills, uh, one of the less elegant transitions in the game is going from the uh, temperate region and the very grassy hills, uh, the Farosh Hills, and then you come up over the hillside and there's this dense, misty jungle underneath and you can just kind of drop down onto the end of this uh, ruins level. So I purposely didn't do that this time, but I've definitely done that before. <laughs> okay. Uh, instead, I went the full length of it. I fought a bunch of dudes. Uh, there's a lot of thunder whiz robes in this whole section mm-hmm. because this whole jungle loves to be thundery. Yes. Uh, which proved challenging but we, we dealt with it uh at the end of this long trail you go to Dracozu lake which is like the main ruin that still exists in pharaon and it's this big open like state what would you what would you call it it's like an arena kind of thing kind of yeah and there's a ton of enemies all around it's a setup for a very cool set piece, huge battle. Yeah, it's a little rough, uh, but I got through it. Actually, ran through it and then let them come to me from a distance. Ah, yes. In a cowardly manner, but it worked out okay. Uh, on the other side of the lake is a giant, like dragon head, with two big hands. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, I didn't snap a picture of it. I bet I could find a good picture of it. Uh, and inside of that is the Spring of Courage, uh, one of the three springs in the game. Uh, I oh, go ahead. Uh, well, it's a place where there's a, a goddess statue, right? Right. And uh, it's it's very interesting that like the goddess statues we don't associate with the Zonai; those exist in um current towns and in places associated with old hyrule like in the uh temple of time uh so <laughs> it's it's just odd to have uh this uh clash of architectural styles or you know you know what i'm saying i know what you're saying um again uh the spring here uh, is mo- is somewhat modeled after similar springs in Skyward Sword. Uh, mm-hmm. It's got the same little lantern things on the side. Uh, I'll have to post a side-by-side picture so you can see. But it's like, they very much are using the same kind of little... Uh, what's the... Doodad. They call it a doodad in, like, StarCraft or something. Uh, anyway, it... It has the same function as the other spring. You can put the mm-hmm. appropriate scale uh, into the water and it opens up a door behind the spring where there's a shrine. Uh, I already had the Farosh scale from a couple episodes ago. Well, that's good. Uh, I feel like the first time I saw this one, I did not have the right scale. Yeah, I don't know if I ever did this my other playthrough. I came over here, but I don't know if I had a scale to toss in the thing or if I even knew that was a 
thing I was supposed to do. Uh, but there's a shrine, and it, so we see that that the uh, Zonai ruins are built. This the the Zonai built this huge dragon statue on top of a Shika shrine, um, and it's a blessing. And do you get a cool item from it? Yeah, uh, I don't remember what the item was. I think it was like thunder oh, okay. spear or something. All right, greater thunder blade. I can look it up. Thunder spear. I was right. All right. All right. Uh, so I then I so I got out of there, um, and that's all just like once. That's kind of one half of the jungle is this real deep jungle path to this cool set piece. Uh, the other half is this area centered around Lake Floria with a whole bunch of waterfalls that. Uh, this whole place is really pretty. Uh, I need to reiterate. Uh, okay. They bust out a whole bunch of really cool trees. Uh-huh. Like these big, huge, like, palm trees, and there are, like, massive roots climbing up walls and stuff like that. It's it's also a little uh, model-heavy, because I know it was a little laggy going through here some at some yes. point. Yes. Uh, it's cool. Uh, okay, there's a tower here. Oh, yeah, yeah. We gotta do the tower. The Pharaon Tower is also kind of... Well, okay, the Pharaon Tower has kind of one gimmick, I think. Um, to me, the gimmick is there is a lightning wizrobe who, uh, really messed with me as I was trying to get up. And there were... Yeah, I remember... Like, having to deal with him and a bunch of keys all the time. It was a very difficult tower for me to climb. The first time I had a similar experience. This time I knew to watch out for the light. The lightning reserves are bad. They will sit there and summon thunder on you, like, in no time. Yeah. If you don't. So I took care of him very fast, like, first thing. Uh, the rest of it is that there seems to be just a bunch of those little zonite tomb sarcophagi around uh-huh. and i think what's going on here because you can open those up and some have some goodies one has a bunch of bats which is really funny um okay and then two of them have these like cracks in the ground that spew air sure and this tower specifically doesn't have any standable platforms until right next to the very top. So I think if you uh, didn't have any stamina upgrades, it might not be possible to climb all the way up. Uh, you'd have to eat a bunch of stamina food. Or use the updraft coming from the little tombs yeah. to get you up about halfway to then climb the rest of the way. I think that's what this is. Must be. Uh, but at this point, I've got two full circles, so it was not a problem. Okay. Uh, it was a challenging uh, level for me. And uh, it's a- another place where I think you're right that the current, the air current things are kind of the main intended way to get up. But it becomes... Like everything else, it's there are a bunch of different ways to do things. I mean, there's a cliff right next to it that you could potentially get up on top of and then jump to the top of it pretty easily, too. So <laughs> Yeah, but then you have to climb up that cliff. Well, you know, there's all sorts of different ways you can come 
over to here. Yes. So yeah. somebody could have come from the mountaintops over to here, potentially. That would be fun to come up to the edge of a cliff and see a tower right below you. So you just have to jump down to yeah, activate it. Right. I'm jealous. Uh, that's not my experience, but you know, it's somebody's experience. Surely. Surely. Uh, there's a stable by the lake. Yeah, one of the weirder places for a stable, since you have left the, you know, fields and horsey areas of the world. You're deep in this jungle, and uh, there is a, spoiler alert, a giant dragon who constantly hangs out nearby. Uh, you feel like you should be in a, a more remote part of the world but there is this outpost of civilization in the form of whatever the name of the stable is it's lakeside stable it would almost lakeside make more sense if it stable. wasn't like a stable but like some other kind of little outpost absolutely the fact that it's a full-on stable feels a little like this is a little too developed but yeah. the game doesn't have a lot of other kinds of settlements that's true they need some like middle like half settlement or something i don't know uh, but it's a full stable. Um, there's not a ton here. There's a lady who will give you a side quest to find out why lightning keeps hitting the stable. Okay. Uh, it's real easy. You just climb to the top and find an axe that had been launched in the like the very top of the horse head. That's good. And she's like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And then she gives you the best hat in the game. Oh, what hat is that? It's the rubber helmet. Ah, uh, yes. And it looks like a fish. It looks like a catfish, right? Yeah. Because catfish are lightning. That's how that works in Japan. Uh, they're like the symbol for like their electric companies and stuff. That's so fun. Uh, but it's a really good uh, hat. I ran over when I got it. Uh, to tell my brother who has played Age of Calamity. And in Age of Calamity, they let you pretty much dress Link however you want at all times. So even in very serious cutscenes, he was running around with the fish hat. Okay. Uh, which makes for some good video game. Well. Lovely. Uh, what else is in the... Let's see. There's... There's a shrine. Oh, there's the shrine that I knew had to exist because there's always a shrine by a stable but i couldn't remember where it was and so i ran around looking for it and realized there was a br uh a broken wall i feel like this one took me a while to find too uh because normally they're just kind of hanging out like on top of a hill nearby so i feel yeah, like yeah. i probably i probably climbed the hill looking for it didn't find it and then it's like oh it's louder down here and oh there it is uh this one is shy uto shrine uh, and it is a cool puzzle, right? Oh, it's the one that's the introduction to those, like, seesaw platforms, is the best way I can describe them? Yeah, yeah. They've shown up elsewhere, but this is kind of a formal introduction to them, where they are on a hinge, and if you go to one side, they drop, and go to the other side, they drop. Uh, but you have magical uh, iPad powers that help you navigate mm -hmm. this. And you can stop them in one position and climb up the slope without it falling down. Yeah. And uh, 
Oh, there's one of these in like the Cryonis Shrine on the Great Plateau, isn't there? Uh, I don't remember that one specifically. I remember one in the Test of Power. There's the it's like the deceptive looking platform that you think you can run across, and then you get on oh, it. Oh yeah. Yep. Uh, so here you use this to navigate. At the very end, you can get a uh, chest if you use the seesaw platform as like a as a video game seesaw that lets you like you drop something on the other side and it shoots you up yes which is real fun uh it's good i'm bad at that one uh i learned you had to i had to approach it from like the opposite direction that made sense in my head but i got over it Hmm. okay it launched me a different trajectory than i thought it should but it's fine it's actually probably the realistic trajectory but I couldn't parse it that way. Uh, then I jumped into the lake. And uh, I guess just as an aside, there are so many chests floating around this lake. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at the map. I see a lot of chests. I don't remember seeing all those chests at the time. Does this probably map have because... chests? Oh, it's too many. I don't. That's too much. I can't parse all that right now. Yeah, it's crazy it's so uh, much but you'd like you can ignore the chests yeah there's I, nothing good in any of them i mean i got a lot of gems honestly arrows are getting to the point where it's valuable again because i'm not flush with them like i was before uh-huh. so it, it's always fun when i get like five arrows in a chest versus getting like a 30 power weapon and i'm just like ugh, another 30 power weapon who cares give me five <laughs> arrows uh, there's a really cool bridge that goes across the lake. That's like a bunch yeah, I of, like this bridge. A bunch of cool trees that are the supports for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole thing's really picturesque because you can just see this multi-tiered set of waterfalls all coming down from the top of this hill. Uh, I put the Zora tunic to good use uh, to explore this whole area. Uh, not a ton to say. Just a lot of it, it. There's a very well placed um, Bokoblin camp at the uh, southern edge of the lake, where you kind of, in order to get back, if you're swimming around to get back on shore, this is like the only part that's uh, level with the level of the water. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. this is where you have to climb out, but it's got a bunch of monsters on there. So mm-hmm. it's a very skillfully placed problem Um, and there's a lot of waterfalls tell us about these waterfalls i mean there's not much to say other than there's a lot of them uh there's a behind the tallest waterfall there's actually a shrine that i never saw before ah Uh, something hidden behind the waterfall again every time you do it it's good there's just never a reason not to put something behind a waterfall in a video game indeed uh this one which one was this this one was Shoda Saw Shrine. Uh, yeah, I never saw this one before. This one's entirely new to me. Uh, this one has... Uh, remember the bomb shrine on the Great Plateau that had those, like, launchers that you could hit a crystal switch to, like, launch a bomb with? Okay. It has those set up, and then it gives you a set of five orbs, and there are two targets out at the uh-huh. distance and you have to put 
one of the orbs on the launcher and then time it to shoot past obstacles to land it in one of those orb holder thingies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not too challenging. Uh, that's fun. Playing target practice is fun. I like this one. It's it's better than the one where with the stasis. Yes. That I still haven't done. I know. <sighs> Someday. Uh oh. Well, that's I, a good shine. Yeah. While I was up here, I found I I had forgotten that part of the reason of coming down here was that this region has the other half of that DLC armor stuff. Oh yes. And at some point, I fished out of the water. Uh, the Phantom Ganon mask. Uh huh. Uh huh. I was like, oh, oh, I'm supposed to be looking for these things. Uh, we'll see. Oh, so you didn't even use the clue to find it? No, I was. I I wanted to see if I could run into any of this stuff naturally, and so far I've run into exactly one piece. Uh, yes. So and that's not good. Like, I think the Phantom Ganon mask is the one that like the clue could apply to. A bunch of different areas and it's really nasty oh um is it really hard to find i think that's the one that nice. is very troublesome nice nice, nice. there's I'm... another dlc item i think um over by the spring of courage there definitely that... is because after i found that i went and pulled up the list again uh-huh. like the little the quest text and it's like oh yeah it's in the right hand of the dragon at that i'm like oh yeah oh i gotta go back there at some point now whoops yep so uh not today but sometime this week i'll probably go back and find all these things uh oh oh, there's one other shrine here uh where'd my shrines go there it is oh there's a whole bunch of durians i'm gonna go on a durian uh spiel for a second preach king uh i've never had a durian before you're a durian no uh they must be good they are good. They're good in um, Super Mario Sunshine for kicking into soccer goals. And they're good in this game for cooking. So I bet in real life they don't stink or anything. <laughs> uh, also, when you. So, like, there's a bunch of different little durian groves here and there. And mm-hmm. at the durian groves, I, I'll, I'll go pick durians. And then randomly, one of the durians is attached to a Korok. That, like you pick what? it and then a like I, i'm picking durians it's happened to me twice this playthrough where i was going through picking durians and like a korok would pop up after i grabbed a random one to be like ha you found me and it's like what? i think you're you're accidentally solving a puzzle there am i where there's yeah yeah there's three durian trees and the puzzle is like maybe two of them have durians in the same place and then one is different and you have to knock down one durian to make them all match oh but as long as all three trees have the same durian state, then the puzzle is considered solved. So when you remove the last durian, then it's zero, zero, zero. That's delightful, because I'm totally not intending to do that. I was just collecting durians because I know I can cook them and get good food. Yes. Um, cooking, like, one durian, right, gives yeah. you a, uh, what is it called? Fruit kebab or something. Yeah. That uh, gives you some bonus health which means it restores all your regular health so it's better than any like normal recipe with just meat or something in it and that means that uh they they the um 
the foodstuffs that you can use to get this bonus health or bonus stamina, they are usually kind of stingy with because mm-hmm. it it's so useful. They're such broken uh, recipes. And the fact that durians are so plentiful in this part of the map um, is a very good exploit for us expert gamers. Because you can cook a zillion hearty foods. Yeah, that's been that's been all I'm pretty much cooking. It's hearty truffles. Uh, what's the the turnips? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. A lot of that stuff. Um, I'm so distracted. Radishes, radishes, not turnips. Radishes. I got it's Sunday. I got turnips on the mind. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, and then I ran into Cass again. Oh yes. Uh who's up here with a much more interesting shrine. Up by Kalora Lake. Yeah. He is playing his accordion and telling you about a weird mound. Uh there's actually an NPC down at the stable that'll point this mound out to you from afar and be like, What's up with that? And then you go up here and it's storming. Yes. I, I don't know if it's always storming there. It seemed like as soon as I walked into this area it started storming. Yeah. But I, I feel like at a different time I had to like wait around for a storm to start. There are a lot of storms in the jungle. There are a lot of storms in the jungle. I got to a point where I would just start like set the game down for a little bit because I had and wait out the storm and wait out the storm because I had like exactly one non-metal weapon and one non-metal. Uh, wow, bow. that's so cool! I love it when games make you like wait. Yeah. People don't, but I thought it was fine. I'm like, okay, this makes sense. People get mad about that stuff, but I'm like, no, this is yeah. fine. This makes sense. People are dumb. Like, I I can I can wait a minute. It's not that big of a deal. Can you wait three minutes? Is it three minutes for each cycle? I don't remember. It's three minutes at uh, Grapefruit Falls. Oh, that'd be a good puzzle for this game. Yes. Breath of the Wild 2, let's go. Okay. Okay. Um, but okay, the, the, the thing about this this shrine, the mound looks really weird. It is unique among mount things in this game. And that's important to have this location look really weird. Because it's, it's extremely conspicuous. Otherwise yeah. you wouldn't know what to do with it. If it was just a regular hillside, you'd be like, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Cass's song. What does Cass even say about it? Uh, he has a song, like every other one. Um, and I don't remember the text of that song. It's like, oh, I don't. I'm not going to try and guess it. Uh, Is it just like lightning better strike that mound? Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, a and so this is the one that you need lightning to t- to strike the mound, and so you can set a piece of metal equipment on top of it and then run like heck yeah or let it hit you because that's how i did it last time uh Uh, you don't survive that though do you if you have enough hearts oh my gosh uh lightning doesn't set amount of damage i don't know how much but or like i did that and like mifa's grace saved me or something like that oh okay it might have been a situation like that uh, but once lightning hits that, it cracks it open, and obviously there's a shrine underneath it. 
yeah. And then Cass, and then Cass left. Like I after I did the shrine and came back out and Cass was gone and I'm like, why? What? Uh, <laughs> well, I he's got what... other puzzles to explain. He's got a very busy time on his hands. Oh, this one didn't have. This one was just a a, a reward. Uh, this is the rubber. Was pants. it another um? Yeah, another rubber item. Which means it's important there's another to get the full rubber set. There's a rubber chest piece somewhere that I don't know where it's at yet. So I'll have to keep an eye out for that. And when you equip all the rubber things, you're immune to lightning. Are you completely immune? I think so. That's going to be very useful for something later on. <laughs> uh, Wait, what do you mean something later on? I remember a part with a lot of lightning. What are you talking about? There's a tower. The tower in Tabantha. Oh, yeah. Okay. I would like to have that. Gosh, I that. hope I'm right about you being completely immune. Uh, <laughs> I need yes, to find good, a way to good. not check, and we can just do it live. But that might not work out. Uh, <laughs> but that was the jungle. There's a ton of it. It took a long time to get through it all. But I'm better off for it because I've got so many durians now. Yeah. Uh, I'm flush with stinky fruit. Uh, but there's still more Faron province. It's yes, not just what, the jungle. You know what we didn't talk about? What did we not talk about? The friggin' dragon. Oh, that's what I was gonna- I, we did get distracted. So the dragon is here. Farosh, yeah. the dragon, his house is here. Uh, he spawns, I think, from the top- pan, the, the, the spring at the very top of the, uh- I think maybe, yeah. Um- it's so you know i ran into the dragon he he was on some kind of loop where he goes through the jungle over to lake hylia and then back to the jungle uh and he just pops in and out of the lakes at various points that uh -huh. are probably on a cycle but i don't know the cycle and more than once i would be running around collecting items from the 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 water and he would pop up and all this lightning would attack me and it was miserable yes i think it is perhaps a misstep to have Farosh fly around here because um uh, like the dragons are very carefully placed to be in these kind of remote regions where you see them from far away and they are awe-inspiring um, the way that uh, Dinral goes down the gorge is really good. Uh, seeing Farosh over Lake Hylia is really good. But uh, seeing Farosh just be like automatically so up close here at, at uh, Lake Florian is uh, not. If he popped like out, it. if he popped out of the spring at the top and then went other places, it'd be probably better. But uh -huh. like, I was up on what, what Rastle Lake at some point, and he just like showed up there, and I'm just like, what? It also doesn't help that the NPCs at the stable talk about like, have you ever seen a dragon before? <laughs> there's a lot, there's a lot of breadcrumbs for like acting like dragons are this super rare thing and it's like he's just right there you can see him from yeah. the stable like he's there obviously yeah that that is the worst part is him being so close to that stable and having the mythic and mundane 
juxtaposed so immediately. Oh, there's an NPC like at the it. stable uh, that specifically mentions a legend that one of the dragons is what split uh, the dueling peaks. Okay, that's good. Uh, that I made sure to remember because I think we talked about that on another episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's the legend for that one, which that's some juicy stuff. Hmm. Maybe it wasn't Farosh, though, because all he seems to want to do is play in the water. Yes. I kind of almost, um, I almost kind of wish these dragons had, like, lines and personalities. Why is that making me almost remember something? I, I agree. Um, they're... I wish they were characters and not just yeah. things in the world. Well, they're... That, that might be asking they, a lot. Uh... I, I can see how that might not fit with a mood that they're trying to create, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. But having the, you know, uh, Valu and Jaboon talk in, like, indecipherable... It's not indecipherable, but in ancient language in Wind yeah, Waker was yeah. really good. Um, the way that these dragons are just forces of nature is not as fun for me they could have gone that route and just given them weird like sheikah text or something and been like and then you translate it and farash is just like oh cool i'm gonna go swimming yeah swimming anyone uh it's 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 also weird that part of such a big part of the game uh not not like it's weird how much emphasis is given to shooting these godlike good guys to get pieces of them to use in potions yeah it's not a good i mean i get why they go that route because that fits with the game model that they've introduced but it seems like a missed opportunity yeah it's weird uh the the dragon just wants to swim Who's, who I can guess. blame him? Who can blame him? Zach, what are you going to do next time there's around Do you whole, play The Legend of Zelda? There's a whole half of this region to still explore. There's a village over there uh, that I remember zero about, so that's probably where I'm going to go first, and then we'll okay. hang around that area and see if there's any fun stuff to do. Okie doke. Okie doke.